Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hey everybody, welcome back to Dynasty Happy Hour. I am your host Doug Eddie here with James and Tyler. Once again this week, we are bringing you another fun, information-packed episode. And I just want to let you know, for the people that are watching at home, or the people that are listening, and the millions of people watching at home, thank you. YouTube, like, drop a like, and subscribe if you want to see our faces every single Sunday at 9-ish Eastern. Um, you'll get a notification if you like as well when we go live, so that's always awesome. And as always, our sponsor this week is Fantasy Points. So make sure you log on to fantasypoints.com. Now, when you do this, use code DHH22 and get 10% off a Fantasy Points subscription. 90% of the subscribers made the playoffs in both 2020 and 2021. So to me, that's a trend. So if you sign up, early bird specials, you use code DHH22, you're more than likely going to get in the playoffs. So congratulations already. So lowest price in the industry. They have an analytic-powered draft tool. There's rookie profiles on there if you like to play DFS. There's a DFS optimizer and so much more. There's podcasts, there's articles, just a ton, a ton of stuff. So what we're going to talk about this week, first, we're going to cover some news. We've got some trades, as always, because the NFL is like trade happy. We've got some signings, you know, nothing major going on for signings, but we've got some exciting stuff, too. We're going to talk about the quarterbacks and tight ends at the rookie positions, some fun conversation around that. And then we're going to do a little quick... uh, little underdog draft, another sponsor. We're going to do an underdog three-team draft um, for us, too. So we're going to walk you through that and do that really quick. So we got a lot of stuff to go on to. But first, I want to bring in James and Tyler. James, what's new in Joyzy? I, I mean, you you said you come see our faces at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and we're staring at Tyler's cartoon That's a dig right on now. his internet. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I hate the fact that he can see us, but we can't see him. Uh, but either way, I'm feeling great. It's. Uh, I wish it was the opposite, to be honest with you. Tyler's just so. cooking it this week. That's cool. <laughs> we are a cooking podcast. You know, Jared Cook, uh, Delvin Cook. Yeah. There's James Brandon, Cook. Brandon Cox. Coming soon. Brandon Cox. Yeah. Just that. that's what we're known for here. We are the. Coxman. <laughs> Coxman. It's my first Asian. Wait, what? Let's not get too far off the rails. Tyler, you're at work tonight. What's what's happening over there? Obviously, not a lot. If you can podcast. Well, I mean, I'm 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 not. <laughs> wink, wink. But anywho, uh, he's on his own. It's cool. it's going to be a a very quick podcast. Uh, we're gonna go over some rookies, but at positions that I would say are the least exciting in this draft class. So we're just gonna get that out of the way. Well, yeah. wait a second. The quarter, some quarterbacks are exciting, and and you know, there's like we'll two there. or three tight ends. We we'll will get, get there. Don't you worry. There was some news this week, so let's just roll into that. All so right. the the big news out of Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians is done, and uh, Todd Bowles is going to take over. Now, there's all sorts of conspiracy theories out there that Tom Brady, you know, he wanted to go to Miami. Tampa Bay is like, nope, you have a contract here. You either play here, or you don't play at all. Well, he didn't get along with Bruce Arians supposedly because of the offense. Uh, now Bruce Arians isn't the coach anymore, so lots of conspiracy theories. But 
all that matters, Bruce Arians is done as the, the head coach. Todd Bowles, who's been running that defense for a few years now, takes over as the head coach. Um, you know, they still have Byron Lefwich as the OC, so I don't see this offense changing much. But there's been whispers that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might run the ball a little bit more, which is interesting. And they did re-sign Giovanni Bernard for what's worth to a one-year deal. So, you know, playoff Lenny is going to be the number one. You've got Keyshawn Vaughn, who flashed a little bit last year. Ronald Jones is now gone. Uh, and Giovanni Bernard. And they'll probably draft a running back, uh, I would assume, at some point here in the draft. I don't know how early they're going to do that. But um, at some point, they'll probably draft a running back. James, does the Bruce Arians out of Tampa Bay, does that um, does that change anything for you when we look at Tampa Bay's offense fantasy-wise? I think the only thing that really changes, Doug, is the fact that Tom Brady is now officially the offensive coordinator slash head coach. He just doesn't have to worry about the defense. You know, Todd Bowles has been doing that for years, just yep. like you said earlier. Um but no, I, I think it's a it's a decent move. I think uh, we may see a different kind of offense. They're going to want to run the ball, like you like you mentioned as well. We heard that in the news this week. Mm -hmm. uh, wheels up for Leonard Fournette uh, for the, at least the next year and a half. We'll see if he can hold on there because that that's what bothers me a little bit because we saw him start to wear down towards the end of last season. Yeah, that's why I like Keyshawn Vaughn. If you can get him in the cheap. And get him as a throw-in deal. I mean, that's a guy that if Lenny gets hurt, like I don't see Giovanni Bernard being the lead guy there. So as of right now, I mean, the draft could obviously change things. There's plenty of free agent running backs out there too that could get picked up in the event of a Leonard Fournette injury. But um, we've Tyler, we've also heard that Gronk is 50-50 on returning. I think probably Gronk does come back. Where do you think Gronk would be in your season-long rankings? Would you still have him as a top eight tight end do you think if he came back uh this year with tom brady i mean with oj howard leaving i would say yes it, it, for season long for dynasty Not that howard did anything but yeah i i mean for dynasty um it, it's a one-year thing so if you're in the in the running for the title well a tight end premium a late second maybe early third for that push if you really need a tight end but other than that i mean we all know what is happening here with Gronk. And by next year, Brady could be a Dolphin. I think Gronk was uh, number three or four in tight end points per game last year. So definitely a piece that, uh, you know, the only other tight end on that roster worth a damn is Cameron Brait. And, you know, he's had some fantasy relevance years ago. And, you know, he's still on the team. He restructured. But if Gronk comes back, I actually like Gronk quite a bit and yeah like you said if you're going to try and win now um, I think a late second early third in tight end premium is, is spot on so nice work there all right let's move on to a trade with my New England Patriots not that I own the team but I do root for them I live nearby I'm a lifelong fan and uh, they went interdivision which doesn't happen very often sometimes when it does it works out you know Wes Welker worked out pretty well Isaiah Ford not so much um, but the Patriots make it you deal. heard it here Parker <laughs> is Wes Welker <laughs> yes. So, um, so the Patriots make a deal. They were looking for an alpha type of wide receiver, um, on the cheap Devonte Parker to the Patriots. They, the Miami Dolphins sent Parker and a 2022 fifth, and they got back a 2022 third round pick in return. Now, the thing I like about this deal is that Parker, um, it looks like he was going to, he was running out of opportunities in Miami, right? They go out and sign Tyree or they trade for Tyree kill. They sign Cedric Wilson, we all know that they have Jalen Waddle there. Um, and Mr. Wilson, Albert Wilson's still on the roster. So Parker's kind of the writing was on the wall for him. 
now he goes into a situation where there is no alpha receiver. Um, you know, Kendrick Bourne is probably their best receiver on their roster, along with Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, whatevs. Um, but I think I think this is a good fit for Parker, and I think it gives Mac Jones that big outside presence that they all wanted Nikhil Harry to be years ago when they drafted him. And um, this, again, writing on the wall for Parker in Miami, this is writing on the wall for Nikhil Harry in New England. Tyler, what did you think about this move when you first saw it? I looked on my rosters to see if I had any Devontae Parker shares and and kind of cheered. Uh, I know that he he's going to be 29, so you're not really thinking, oh, this is wide receiver one, Devontae Parker, here it comes. No, but it's a great wide receiver for, for uh, any fantasy team that you have because who else do they have? I mean, there's no quote-unquote alpha like you were saying in, in new England and he's kind of got that body type then uh, in kind of the history of being that guy, if he can stay healthy, I actually think he could post a pretty good season. He, I feel like his style of play where he's at in his career could really help Mac Jones. And uh, who knows, maybe Parker can revitalize his career from when, Two, three years ago, he it was the had playoff a run in 2019 that he yep. the last like he was a league winner for people that year, and then he got paid. So here's the thing: the, the cool thing I like about this for the Pats is that when you see receivers out there, Christian Kirk getting 20 million dollars a year, and some of these other receivers, Devontae Parker's cap number is only like five and a half this year, and like five and three quarters next year. Bill so Belichick. it's so it's not a it's not a terrible contract, and I like the upside of the player. James, any other thoughts on Devontae Parker to the? Uh, I think I think it works well, really well for Mac Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year we saw him come in as a rookie, take over the offense, and the playbook was pretty simple. We actually saw him throw what like fifteen times a game, pretty much on average. Not too much, anyway. I'm not, don't quote me on the numbers. But I, I think this actually opens up the playbook a little bit for the New England. And we should see Mac Jones actually taking some shots because he did take shots in college. I'd like to see him take a f- couple more shots in the NFL. Yeah. And another, you know, it's another, you know, red zone big body too to go along with, you know, having Hunter Henry and maybe Johnny Smith makes a leap in year two with New England. We'll see. Um, but I, I like this move all around for, for both parties. Like I said, it's that rare um, interdivision trade that we don't see very often. So I thought it was, thought it was kind of neat and I liked it for both squads. Uh, we did have some free agency signings. Now we're kind of in the second or third stage of free agency. There's still lots of solid names out there. Um, I was watching NFL network and the, you know, the scroll on the bottom. I was like, Oh, he's, there's some solid players still out there. Uh, we saw Marlon Mack. He was a free agent recently with the Colts came off the Achilles tear. Um, you know, we all thought he might chew into Jonathan Taylor's work last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, but Marlon Mack signs a deal with the Texans. He's 26 years old. I kind of like this fit because all they have for running backs is Rex Burkhead, who they extended really. Um, and they don't have anything else going on there. So unless they draft a rookie running back, you know, with, you know, top three round draft equity, I think that Marlon Mack could be Houston starting running back. James, what do you think? Very soon. And I hope so. I, I, at least the, the in between the tackles kind of guy. I don't know about the passing situation. I believe David Johnson is still there. No, nah, I think David Johnson is a free agent. False. He's free agent. See you later. Bye. All right. Yeah, so I don't think he's Rex in the league Burkhead anymore. And oh, I'm sorry. Who else did they uh, pick up? Daria Gumbawale. Yep. yep. That might be he your is. pass catcher. Yep. Um. 
you know, because he did that for like two games in Jacksonville. Yeah, Ngumba Wale. He's a daddy. Ngumba Wale. But no, I I like Marlon Mack there. I was hoping that something would happen for him, that he would go to a franchise that he actually gets a second chance. And we've seen now Cam Akers, Deontay Foreman come back from Achilles tears. and CJ Uzama. Yay. Hopefully. Hopefully. He's going to be nursing that until the spring. No, no, he came back. He didn't. He heard it himself in the playoffs, but it wasn't as Achilles. All right. Fair again. Yes. Fact check. Uh, anyway. Live fact checks. Anyway, I, I think it uh, it looks good. For what we saw from Marlon Mack, we didn't see too much last season, but I, I think it's a good landing spot. And if they don't make a move during the draft, which we all think they will, uh, it, it's not a bad thing. And I don't think it's going to be early capital. They wouldn't go all out because they're not ready to win it yet. Why would they waste They're going to try to get Bijan next year. Yeah, well, I would. I would definitely because keep Bijan's him in like Texas. better than a lot of keep him in rookies Texas. in this in this yeah. class. Yeah. All right. Any thoughts on Marlon Mack, Tyler? Yeah, I love it. I actually traded for him in a league that you co-own with a friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> I gave up a 24 fourth rounder for him. It is a I salary contract league, and I think he's just dumping for roster space and wanting to get a little pick. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, if he hits, he hits. If not, it's a fourth. And you know what? I am a big fan of Marlon Mack. I love his style of running. If he has 75% of his explosiveness, he's probably got 70% more than Rex Burkhead. Uh, Very good. (laughs) But he doesn't have that lunch pill mentality. All right, let's move on to uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints signed another backup quarterback for Jameis Winston. Andy Dalton, the veteran from Cincinnati and Chicago, and he played in Dallas too, right? Dallas. Um, yeah. So he signed a one-year deal with New Orleans for six million dollars. Around. Yeah, yeah, he does. The Those redhead gingers. Thing, yeah. You know. Um, you know, interesting here because you know, there's been some of the beat writers have been saying that Taysom Hill might be moved to tight end. Yeah. And obviously uses a hybrid running back. So you know, Taysom Hill signed that weird, the probably one of the weirdest deals in NFL history, and continues to be. Um, the deal that he sent that's like $18 million a year or something ridiculous. It's crazy. It just shows that the cap highly is... incentive built. Yeah. 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 So, so Andy Dalton here uh, to back up Jameis, Jameis, I'm really interested to see what the new Orleans saints do in the draft. Um, they could use a wide receiver too. I could see them taking one in the first round or even taking a quarterback for all we know, because Jameis is really only on a one year deal. So is Andy Dalton. So these could be the bridge guys for them. So I could see them making a move for a quarterback in this draft possibly. And we'll talk quarterbacks here shortly. I don't think there needs to be anything else said about Andy Dalton. If you've got him in a super flex league, Jameis gets hurt. Cool. Like he's a flex starter maybe from time to time, but that's about it. Um, The last signing was Tyler's Falcons. Now this is a player that I've met in real life and I've been a huge fan of it. Florida state. He didn't test real well. He ran slow. But first, this kid, first I text about this was you. <laughs> but this kid, like, will catch anything thrown in his vicinity. He's got a massive wingspan. He makes acrobatic catches. He's a he's a preseason DFS darling. And that is Auden Tate, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals. He has flown the coop, and now he has landed with the Falcons, who, um, by the way, probably have a wide open depth chart. Could Auden Tate be a starter, Tyler? <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah, like, let's go. This this is actually. Kind of interesting to me. Uh, people Same. are thinking that Zacchaeus is it. I'm I'm sorry. I've watched Zacchaeus play. He is not going to produce like a wide receiver one or two for this team. They're there. People are saying like, oh, they're going to draft. What if they don't draft one in the first round? 
And they just punt. Honestly, I think if Garrett Wilson is there, I've heard that he is the pick, which would be outstanding. I, you get you guys know how much I love Wilson. He's my wide receiver one. But if they did go like a Pickett or Malik Willis, ooh, like the wide receiver could have been could be taken in the second round, kind of like what the Jets did. And you're looking at Auden Tate getting getting at least 70 targets, which isn't isn't going to be bad. I mean, he's imagine, free in most dynasty leagues. Oh, agree. Well, imagine Kyle Pitts. Imagine Kyle Pitts voice. and Auden Tate playing on the field together. Like those are two monsters. And Mariota isn't. He, he's accurate to an extent, but if he just wants to throw it up, I mean. Who who better to go get it than Auden Tate, who makes crazy catches, but when it's right in the mitts, he has his fair share of drops. So the, <laughs> the wide receivers for the Falcons currently are Frank Auden, Auden Tate, Frank Darby, Zacchaeus, and Corderell Patterson. Who's a running back, really? And Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Who's so Kyle Pitts is the wide receiver one. <laughs> I'm probably mean, the it, only one you want in fantasy. Let's get that PF, right. PFF has shown that they had a tweet out that showed wide receivers slash tight ends who won the most on press. And uh, Pitts was three overall, which is insane for a rookie. So, yeah, I mean, if this tells me anything, wheels up for Kyle Pitts still. Oh, to, absolutely, absolutely. To the moon, as the kids say. Yeah, I think he's going to have. Is that, is that a, the same? Like similar to a Darren Waller. <laughs> type season because he's really the only target there he's just going to be vacuuming up targets we're going to call it we're going to call him the um hoover we call him hoover or i was thinking like the dust buster or we could call him Dyson? the eiffel tower Ooh, we could do that <laughs> we could do that i like that yeah. all right wait that's we... not a vacuum no i don't think so uh, before we move on i did want to give a shout out to our longtime sponsor trophy smack you can upgrade your fantasy league today by getting a trophy, whether you play hockey, baseball, basketball, soccer. You can even customize for anything you want. Trophy Smack has a trophy for you. You can use code DHHRING and get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers of your league. So those guys that won the toilet bowl, they got you covered as well. Once again, that's code DHHRING for that free ring at checkout. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the quarterbacks and the tight ends. Tyler, I'm going to let you lead the conversation here on quarterbacks, and then I'll let James lead the conversation on tight ends because I think it's fair. I'm just going to kind of sit back and chime in and, uh, you know, I'll redirect if need be and do my thing. So, Tyler, what do you got going on with these rookie quarterbacks? What do you want to talk about? Well, if if landing spots that I think could happen, I think, I mean, Bucky Brooks came out with a mock draft, I think, today or yesterday. That had zero quarterbacks in the mock, which, in my opinion, is the worst thing that won't happen. You could probably it will never happen ever. Malik Willis is a top ten pick in my opinion. Even if he's not, he's going to the Steelers at like thirteen when they trade up. So there's going to be a quarterback. Coral has bumped up. Pickett has shown you know he's worth a first round pick throughout this whole process. After like Ritter, Ritter J- James, your boy has shown he's he should be he's a back end in the first. He's, he's, ready. he's ready. He's super athletic. But in my opinion, it's 
one quarterback with the high ceiling and then the rest are kind like of a log jam. Wilson, yeah, like Zach Wilson level type players where it's a it's going to either hit or it's going to miss completely. So in my opinion, it's Malik Willis, quarterback one. He has serious zip on the ball when I watch tape. But the thing is, like when you watch Josh Allen, I, I know people say this. Josh Allen really threw it in there his first three years. Like he was like, watch this. And it was just like, okay, you need to let up. Malik Willis needed to do that. And on his pro day, he showed that he can. He showed that he can take some zip off the ball and get some accuracy. Some touch. It, it, that's a little less oomph. You know, the one position in <laughs> fantasy football where so you nice don't want touch. too much oomph. Yeah. Like, Doug, you you got some soft hands. You got nice touch. Everybody else needs <laughs> Everybody else needs a little. Hey, I'm this. a former flag football quarterback. I'm all about, you can't just throw it hard every time. We used to play with a guy. His name was Anthony, and he would throw it a bullet every single time, regardless of the route, regardless of what's going on. <laughs> Five and yards. It created, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask Josh's fingers. He'll tell you. Um, third and goal from yeah, the two <laughs> you need some touch to lob it over a defender to get it right where it needs to be it's it's a vital part of playing the quarterback position 100 and level of competition might be a worry and people are talking about the whole auburn thing and oh how come he had to leave auburn well you know what they promised bo Nix a starting gig they gave it to him that's why he left it's nothing like it's nothing to his talent he's a very good runner he looks to throw before taking off which is great that's what you want to see he's strong he's built like a freaking tree the guy is built to play quarterback and it's kind of the same thing what we said about fields last year and he's he's a big guy he can take hits we're not too worried about the frame uh to me he's he's no brainer quarterback one it's going to take everything and these other quarterbacks power to get off of the quarterback one spot and the fact that he can he'll run for 700 yards. He, he I think he's better than Jalen Hurts right now. And people have Jalen Hurts as a quarterback one. So yeah. that that's where I'm at with Malik Willis. Is he your locked and loaded 101 in Superflex? 100%. I don't care what it is. A quarterback in Superflex over any position 100%. Brees Hall close second. I mean it, to to me to me like look at last year Najee was the for sure RB1 in this class very similar to Brees Hall in my opinion I would still take three quarterbacks in last year's class over Najee in a super flex yeah, and that's with yeah, yeah that's was, with like them showing nothing I was going to say it's interesting I got Najee in the UDPL at 107 last year and now yeah. I, I feel <laughs> I traded into that spot too thanks Travis um and i i mean i gave up my 2022 first and uh a couple second round picks to get into that spot but i was happy to get Najee there so um yeah i think it's just the it shows the lackluster qb group is super flex drafts are going to look a lot different this year than they did last year i think you know like you said there's only there's going to be willis at the top and it's probably going to be Hall and Walker right behind and Wilson. And before you even see another quarterback pick, that is a possibility yeah. um, because if there's only going to be one or two quarterbacks in the first round draft capital for quarterback is vital um, when it comes to success rate. I mean, every so often you get a guy like, you know, Russell Wilson, who is a third rounder, Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott, um, but those don't happen all that often. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out after the draft. But James, uh, what do you got on your mind for this quarterback class? I know you're a big Ritter guy. Um, he's tested, he's looked good. 
There's a lot of rumors of him going in the back of the first round to, to a team like Tampa Bay that obviously Brady has. Well, he broke bread with Mike Tomlin right after Malik Willis did. So I, I think he That's can go the story. to the Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, I saw the picture uh, today while I was doing some research. And Ooh, I, I'm I think thinking of a, them in robes and like actually breaking a giant loaf of bread like <laughs> on the Last Supper table. <laughs> Like that's just what I got in my like head. A crispy, like a crispy bag at velvet yes. on there. You know, they got the velour but, seats or whatever kind James of place being, they went to. James being where he's from, I'm guessing he's imagining like an bread. Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> sit down and break. You bread. sit down with my friend my Simon, and you're gonna come to the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I I think I think uh worst case scenario, you know, he winds up going in the back end of the first round uh in this year nfl draft yeah it could be detroit and either way i even if it's pittsburgh like they have mitch trubisky there for a reason you know the detroit has jared bridge Bridge trubisky yeah so there are bridges in place across the league and i I think it's going to be like a, a a trey lance situation where he's going to be sitting for a year and i wouldn't be surprised if malik willis depending on spot really doesn't sit for at least a portion of the season. Like I, I can't, yeah. you don't, don't go out in this class and expect to have like a Joe Burrow effect where you can pick him up and start him immediately. You are going to have to wait on these guys a little bit. Don't clear your rosters, leave that taxi slot open. Cause these guys are going to need some time. They have, they are all good prospects, but I mean, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, they're both RPO kind of quarterbacks. They have the run option. They both have great arms. I think Malik Willis's arm is a little bit more polished than Desmond Ritter, but Desmond Ritter has more playing experience. He has more. He is a team leader. So those those are the kind of things that kind of boosted Ritter up in the ranks for me. And of course, you know the the Matt Coral thing with with Coral. his injury. Coral. Um, and and Sam Howell has been has been sticking around and Kenny Pickett has grown in, in value as of late. So I, I see him going and I was watching more film on him today as well. I, I think if there had to be a number three, he's number three for me. Ritter's my number two. Willis is number one. And I don't know if landing spot changes that for me. Do for we any think, of these guys? Do we think that Coral, because of the injury, um, and he didn't go to the combine, do we do we think that he's be- going to become a value in Superflex drafts? 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. He's going to be the value, which is going to be nice. And the thing with Coral is I think uh, like he's more system dependent than any of these guys. I think he'll he needs to sit, but his he needs like a smart coach. He needs somebody that kind of knows how to use him because as we saw with Lane Kiffin, he unlocked him. He unlocked what Coral could be. But before that, people were like, ah, he's talented, but he is he's he's not he's just not showing what we need. And it wasn't until the, the new coach coaching staff came in where he was unlocked. Uh Pickett, one year wonder, is he Burrow? Is he is he not? That's the question. I mean, Pickett came out of nowhere, had an outstanding season. Who knows what it is? Is the hand size going to be affected? That you know something that we look at outside no, games. I heard it's a bigger effect. Well, no, well, no quarter. Well, the thing is with Pitt, he played outside games. He yeah, he he had a lot of fumbles, but when he, it was like because of his hands, he can't. It was bad ball. weather. When it was bad weather, he still played fine. He played actually quite good in bad weather games. It was just 
the the fumbling whenever he had pressure. But I mean, if Kenny Pickett wound up in in Atlanta, I would oh, hate that, that. That's a great spot. Yeah, also, it's a, it's a dome. I mean, Matt Ryan had trouble playing outdoors as well, and you know that was kind of people didn't really look at it that way because Matt Ryan also played amazing indoors. So for me, my only untouched guy in this class is Carson Strong. I'm not touching him with anything. Nothing. I don't see it. When I watched his tape, it was like watching a deer get pounced on, but it was like the Bambi scene. <laughs> and it was just like, oh God, it's so hard to watch. His whenever he's trying to go down, he tries to keep himself up, but he's straight up. And I don't know what it is, but he just keeps his body straight up and like crouched in like a turtle. And then his knees mm. kind of buckle a little bit. And I'm like, God, this dude's going to get snapped in half. Like his <laughs> fun knees. Fact, fun fact about Carson Strong. He has negative 208 rushing yards. Yeah. For his collegiate career. I think he's now, a pocket he, passer, Bob. How the heck do you Not, do that? He, in my That's opinion. That's all the sacks. So I was way off Zach Wilson at this time last year. Carson Strong. I am a thousand times more off. And that is insane for me to say. I don't care how his arm looks. The Im- he's just immobile in the in the pocket. He he moves two feet left, and that might work in your program that you're doing in. In the NFL, you're gonna get destroyed. And with how he takes a sack, I notice is just terrible. He he tries to keep up, he doesn't fall. He's a very tall but slender guy. So when he does it, he puts weight on his knees and you can just see his knees wiggle and it just really bugged me. I don't know what it was, but man, it reminded me of like Sam Ellinger off. from last year's class. See, I would rather have or a Jacob Sam Eason. Ellinger. Like, like <laughs> these guys are statues. Like they could run the Statue of Liberty play. Great. But uh, you're not going to run that like every Mike time. Vick. These guys look like Mike Vick compared to Carson Strong. Like Ellinger is an actual mobile quarterback. That's what he was kind of known for is. Yeah. He, he could kind of Tim Tebow his way into success. But yeah, strong, yeah. not it. Howell is the interesting case for me. I, I like know Howell. he, I love, he's my quarterback 2A right now. I have met without landing. I, I right love Howell's pocket. game. His start, he has like four years of starting, three years of starting. I, I think he's got the best deep ball in this class when it comes to touch, arm strength, and everything. It is spot on to Russell Wilson. He airs this thing, and it drops perfectly. It It's just a teeter-totter. You see it go, tails, tails up, and just drops. And I love that about him. If he can land in the right system, say, what if he went back, to, like, went to Seattle? What if they're I like, hey, it. we don't. I would love we it. Don't, and I get the comps to Baker are there, but they're pretty close. Like he only in the facial hair, hair area, you know. If you I, if you notice, they were like younger brother. Yeah, situation. his his leadership qualities are definitely better. I'll <laughs> give him that. He's he's definitely more of a team player. Players love him. They love playing for him. And it's just he needs a little little more fine-tuning with the accuracy in the short areas. But other than that, I mean, the guy can hit a slant like crazy. Look at Diami Brown back when he was on the team. I mean, him and Diami Brown were nine routes and slants. That's almost all they ran, and Howell hit him perfectly on all of them. So I love Howell. 
landing spot will kind of depend on where I put them, but for me, it goes, I'll, I'll rank them and then I'll, I'll shut up. But for me, it's Willis, Howell, Coral, Pickett, Ritter. But Pickett, Coral, and Ritter are very, very, very close. And even Depending on landing spots, going to change all of that, right? 100%. Even Howell, there, he's pretty close. But I think Willis is just in a far tier of his own just due to athleticism and what he can bring the fantasy. Yeah. Now, outside of the top five or six, is there any quarterbacks since you guys have been watching tape and stuff like that that are kind of like guys that you're like, I like this guy. And if it's in the third round of or fourth round even of a super flex draft there's like your guy that's late at the quarterback position is anyone you mean like an ian book from last season <laughs> or um, kellen mond yeah like a kellen mond so, i don't so, think so uh, maybe i got one maybe a zap from western I, Kentucky. I, he's he's okay he's all right i, I think for me it's just it's going to be a late kind of gardner Minshew style ej yeah. perry from uh from Brown University. Yeah. He he for me just he's got so much athleticism and he's just kind of he he's shown scouts like hey you got to recognize me and look at me like his 40 time was great his combine numbers were awesome he really can throw the ball. He is a guy that if he's a 5th round 6th round pick I mean maybe use your last pick on him. And if he's, if he is a guy who's a Garner Minshew style player, you can flip him for a second rounder when the timing's right. So for me, that is the only guy. But other than that, like, I'm I'm staying away from all these guys. Billy Zappi is possibly Caleb Ellaby. All right. So from what I got from his tape from Western Michigan, six one two ten, his nice over the shoulder pass. Uh, he led the conference in passing touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns last, in his final season. Pretty accurate. Can, I'm not sure if he could play from under center, but it all depends on the draft capital for these guys. If he gets, say, late third, early fourth round draft capital, he will be on my radar as somebody that I would want to pick up later in Dynasty rookie drafts. I've got a name for you that's um, not really hot in the fantasy streets but has been talked up in NFL circles as being a potential guy that's drafted way ahead of when you might think he would be. And that's Jack Cohn from Notre Dame. So nah. I, I, I'm just saying the NFL circles really likes this kid. And I'm not going to be surprised if he's drafted in the fourth round, fifth round, when we probably have him as an undrafted guy, right? I mean, Tyler, uh, you watch Notre Dame football. He played pretty well for them last year. But I, apparently in the NFL circles, he's a highly regarded prospect. Not, you know, not a top five guy. But don't be surprised if you hear Jack Cohn's name earlier rather than later. He did have later. a pretty good combine. He had a good long ball in the combine, I remember. Yeah, he's him. not. Yeah, so supposedly that's the that's the rumor with the NFL. Mike in the chat says, odds are three and a half quarterbacks of the first round. Over or under? Uh, for me personally, under. Under. It's going to be three. I think it's, I think it's three. Yeah. And <laughs> my guess, my under. guess <laughs> is... But the thing is, does Coral sneak in? That's the one that I think is kind of dependent on sneaking in. Or it could be Howell. Like, Coral and Howell are really wild cards. Because I think Ritter is either an, a very, like, the first pick in the second round, or he's the end of the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pickett and Willis are locks. In, in my opinion, those two are for sure in the you first. You think Willis goes to Carolina? 
I think Willis will either go to Detroit at two or a team will trade up. And so I, I mean, Pittsburgh could trade up. Atlanta could trade up a couple spots. I think Atlanta really likes him. Personally, I think Atlanta likes Pickett due to his ability to be able to start sooner. Mm-hmm. But I I think he's a top 10 pick, Willis. Pickett, I think he'll be in the top 15. Uh, Ritter in the 20s. And Coral could be early second. Howell early second. So it's going to be very interesting. I think it's the most interesting quarterback draft I've seen in a while because there's there's Not all these as many signing. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like there's teams signing like guys like Trubisky, but are we really going to be fooled by Trubisky being the starter? Or are we going to be smart and realize, hey, he's just a bridge. That's all he is. Mm-hmm. And usually quarterbacks are drafted in the first round. We see him earlier more often than not. I mean, Trey Lance is an example that we didn't, but I think Shanahan's stubbornness kind of showed Shanahan us didn't want him. How, how stubborn Shanahan is. Yeah. So let's move the conversation to the tight end position. It won't be quite as lengthy because this, this tight end class, you know, I thought it was going to be a deep class with some good athletes. It's been a little disappointing when we talk about the combine, when we talk about some pro days, we've seen some names uh, of some guys like, for instance, um, Jalen Windemeyer has kind of fallen down some boards um, because Fall of his <laughs> yeah, 503 40-yard dash. Like 16 offensive linemen ran as fast at the combine, by the way, uh, as that. So that's not great, Bob. Um, but, I mean, I think the overall consensus, uh, number one, is Trey McBride. I think he's the real deal. And it'll be interesting to see what his draft capital is. Typically, we've seen, you know, the last handful of years, we saw the first tight end off the board in the second round with, like, Cole Komet comes to mind. Obviously, Kyle Pitts is different. Um, but Cole Komet a couple of years ago was the first tight end off the board in the second round. Do we think that um, do we think that Trey McBride is going to have second round draft day capital or is the kind of this tight end group just going to kind of slide a little bit? I think they're going to slide just a tad. Uh, there's no head on strong prospect. We're not going to see a lot any of tight of ends in the, the NFL right now. That are pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think it's that kind of class day. where they're going to be looking at like, Oh, well, we have a standout guy. We got to go up and get him. No, I think there's plenty of tight ends in this class to bolster rosters. And maybe just like the quarterbacks, five that are in consideration of even just getting drafted. I don't think past maybe Cole Turner might get drafted at the end, like maybe day three. Like that's that's the way I look at it. Um, Okay. You, you mentioned J- Jalen Watermeyer. He is my number one right now, ahead of Trey McBride and Greg Dolchik. And I, I said it before the uh, the combine or after the combine, rather. I really noticed him. I saw him on film. He looks great. I like him. Uh, yeah, I think we've mentioned Jelani Woods before from Virginia. Yeah, it's one of my guys. That's one of your guys, Doug. Big freak, big freak six, seven, athlete, seventy-five. Oh yeah, free absolute freak athlete. And the tight end position, if you chase athleticism, it's usually a pretty good recipe for success. Yeah. And uh what are my notes on? So I've seen Jalen Watermeyer comp to Pat Fryermuth. I don't know if I like that comp or not. Okay. The, the the one big thing about him is he was uh he broke out at age 19. So his first real year, 450 yards, six touchdowns. Same thing in his sophomore year. Then this past year, he took a little bit of a dip. 
but he's a great, great pass catcher and blocker. So he may actually have the fastest route to actually see the field and be productive for fantasy. And that's what I like. I, I want to pick these guys up. Possibly got to get the, there first with that 40 yard dash. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is it all about the 40 though? It's not for tight ends. It's not, not really it's their for stature. tight ends. It's more, I want to see more them in broad the end jump zone. explosiveness. Yeah. You want to see the short work and separation. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I think in, in the late second, early third to mid third of a, a tight end super flex, if one of these guys are around, then yeah, I'll take a shot, but I'm not going to go out of my way and in a regular standard uh, dynasty league or even a super flex for that matter and get one of these guys within the first two rounds of a rookie draft. I'm just staying away. Like me personally, I don't, I don't even think I'll touch Trey McBride where people will take him. I'd rather have a Cole Komet. I'd rather have somebody like that than a Trey McBride. I'd rather have an Irv Smith than Trey McBride because Trey McBride yeah. is the the new hotness. Uh, for me, Jeremy Ruckert's going to be my last rookie pick in the fourth. Say Darius round. Rucker. He only wants to be with you. It's crazy. It's true. I I don't know. Maybe if he gets signed Sal, by the Dolphins. I don't know if it's Sal's. The Dolphin voice made him cry, so back. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know if it's just Sal's voice in the back of my head telling me Jeremy Ruckert's a stud, how great of a kid he is. It, I mean, Sal's been on Ruckert since he was like 10. So, well, he's family. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is family. So, for me, Jeremy Ruckert is, is like my tight end two right next to Trey McBride. And it's just because of experience. I think the, the recruiting. The, his numbers that he had for recruiting is a five-star guy. He's a stud recruit. So that matters to me at tight end. Athleticism, I think he's just fine there. He's going to be like a fifth-round NFL pick, maybe even a fourth-round pick, and he's going to show up. And I, th- I think he's going to start earning his spot and be kind of the value of this whole tight end group. Yeah, I think for me, guys like uh, like Ruckert, I've got him ranked a little bit lower than you do, which is fine. We're pretty close. And then Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina, I like quite a bit. He's got the ability to stretch the field. He he had five career touchdowns of fifty plus yards at the tight end position. That that doesn't come. That's not super common. Um, so I like him as well. And then um, you know we're looking at some names here, and you want to talk about speed, a guy that's built kind of like Delaney Walker in Irv Smith Jr., who I, I thought kind of wowed me. I didn't know really anything about him going in, was uh, Chigozim Onkwanko. I don't know if I got that right. All I know is I can pronounce Albert Okwebunam, and that's all that matters. So uh, I like him out of Maryland as well. He's my deep flyer in a tight end premium league, like fifth-round pick type of player, unless he gets drafted higher than I think he will. Chigozim Onkwanko. Chigozim Onkwanko. Yes, there he is. So I like him a lot. You know, the fast... Fast kid that could play, um, you know, that, you know, he's not going to block for anything, but if he's in a big style wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's six, three, so he's small at the tight end position, but he could be that. um, What did they used to call it with um, freaking Hernandez? They used to call him the, uh, the Y. No, No. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Like the, God, what is it? I know. I'm drawing a blank. I know. I, I yeah, the it, the move, he's the move tight end. Move, the pick tight, move end. tight end. He's he can play. He can play like a fullback style. Yep, an Use H him out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah an H back style where. So he's yeah, a, he's they, a really interesting one. I'd love to see you know what his draft capital ends up being. Um, but he's my kind of late late flyer guy or first like UDFA that I can put on my taxi squad maybe. 
Um, that's kind of where I'm thinking for him because I've done, you know, you can you get love tight those like cheap that. tight ends, man. Dude, Harrison Bryant, he's going to hit one of these days. And don't no, he's not. This year. This year no, is this not. year. Didn't they I'm just sorry, pick Njoku. somebody else up? No, they got a no. joke. They got rid they of Njoku. Yeah. But I'm going to yeah. tell you guys, Harrison Bryant, that's the one that you're going to want to go after. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Doug. That's no, okay. So that's what I got for tight ends. Um, I thought this class was going to be better. And it's kind of like. We all thought Adam Troutman had a chance too. That's true. That's true. Any any other um, commentary on the tight end class that's on your mind, Tyler or James? Stay cool. away until late. That's it. Fair. Do we want to do this underdog best ball? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get this going. So, yeah. Tyler, tell us the format here. You gonna put us on the on the screen, or are you gonna just so yeah? I will. I will. Uh, yeah, the format's just a best ball, and you guys know what? If you guys enjoy this, you guys should sign up for underdog. Use code DHH. They will match everything up. I know mm-hmm. Doug probably already talked about it. If not, I'm going to bring it in your ear again. So paying well, $100. Pulling this, Put some $100 but, yeah, in. If you, back, if you drop in 100 you get free 100 That is called free money. And you know what? When you're playing with free for money, free, free. it's always better. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a no-brainer. Get in there and sign up for that. But yeah, we're going to do a three-team best ball. It's kind of just you know PPR the the format that everybody knows and loves yeah it's uh, let me get it pulled up i know uh we got 20 rounds all right so we need one quarterback three wide receivers one flex two running backs one tight end that's your starting roster and then uh the bench all these teams gonna be stacked 12 bench oh yeah but it goes fast yeah it does. and that's what i like about underdog like the the clock is 30 seconds like we're gonna be done with this draft before the end of the show. As long as Tyler. Well, I, I mean, I'd hope so. I mean, yeah. I'll get the screen. Ugh. All right, so I'm jumping in. Should All I right. do it now? Go you can for just it. explain your pick while Tyler struggles. It's fine. <laughs> oh, and I'm first on the clock. Let's go. All right, first and foremost, it's just this is not super flex, so um, it's John. I never get Jonathan Taylor and I'm going to draft him and I'm so happy about it. So I don't, I don't like having a second pick. This stinks. All right. So did it start? I mean, draft starts in 30 seconds. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Doug's got the second pick. I got the third pick. It's going to be a snake three person draft. So all teams are going to just be stacked, stacked Uh to the gills. You can have some oomph. Like a good oomph. Yeah, we got the share screen up, so we are good to go. Yeah, I see it there. This is great podcasting. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, two, yeah, if you're one, here we go. There we go. We're off and running. I'm just going to take Jonathan Taylor. That was easy. No harm, no foul. I just took Justin Jefferson. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Did I take him? I've never done this before. Hold on. No, you didn't. Oh, draft. Okay, I'm learning. I've even used underdog before. Boop, Justin Jefferson, 102. Let's go. All right. All right, it's showing me on the... I, since I will probably have no shares in in Dynasty, if I can pull the tab down and draft Mm -hmm. him, I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey. Okay, if I get there in time. Well, he's the best available anyway, so it'll automatically default it. 
This is what happens when your internet's struggling. There he is, Christian McCaffrey. Now you have another pick. All right. <laughs> so let me see if I could use my technology app. for old guys. <laughs> I love experimenting live on a podcast. So it's- All right. I've won oh, money okay. with underdog. I'm very happy with that. I won two best ball leagues last season. Nice. I mean, I'll just go with cup. Nice. Traditional. I am, am going to pair those LSU boys. I'm going to start my draft off with Justin Jefferson. Damn it. And Jamar chase. Let's go. This is fun. All right. All right. So since Doug did that to me, I'm going with <laughs> Najee Harris. Nice. And then I'm going to back it up with Stefan Diggs. Interesting. That now way, so I have a nice wide receiver on there. Nice staple wide receiver. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, we're back to me. Let's go here. And I've oh, got two big workhorse up. running backs. You know what? I'm going to take a workhorse running back here. It's not Dynasty. <laughs> so I'm going to take the big fella. The king. The Derrick Henry. King Henry. Let's go. So... I'm just going to go in and scoop tight end one. Travis Kelsey is not dynasty. Is it tight end premium format? Do we not know that? No, No, but I mean, it doesn't need to be with his workload. He will be getting. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go with uh, old faithful Delvin cook. Delvin. Nice. I'm going to go with the guy that, uh, that kind of shocked the fantasy world a little bit last year and scored a ton of touchdowns. I don't think he's going to do anything different this year. I'm going to pair King Henry with the little man. He's going to jump out of Henry's back pocket. It's Austin Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that puts me on the clock, huh? Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I like the magic man himself. Uh, no, you know what? I think I think Devontae Adams has a lot left in the tank. For and sure. being matched up with Derek Carr, I, I don't mind it one bit. So I'm going to take Devontae Adams there, and then uh, I'm going to follow it up with the magic man, Debo Samuel. Nice. Very wow. nice. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, it's, I'm on the clock. I'm going to go running there. back, running back, running back after I took Jefferson and Chase. Melvin Gordon hasn't signed yet. Give me Javante Williams. Tyler's, Tyler's sad. Uh, not really, because okay. I get my boo. DeAndre Swift. Oh, that is, your, <laughs> that is his guy. That's his guy. And then I am going to go with uh, Kyle Pitts. Compact disc. Lamb. Oh, nice. Oh. You know what? I, I see a lot of value here. I know he's got a quarterback downgrade, but he's the highest paid receiver in the game. Miami's going to use him all over the place. They just traded Parker to free up that outside spot. Give me give me Tyreek Hill, guys. My wide receiver three. Woo. That's pretty good. That's that's great value, and that just shows which is good. Like, well, it's three a three per, three man league. I mean, uh, in the sixth round, are you kidding, Tyreek? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no surprise here. I'm going to stay with the field stretchers, and I'm going to take AJ Brown, and then I'm going to go with Mark Andrews, Mandrews. And you know what I'm going to do just to running break back, Tyler's back, little heart. Back. I'm going to take exactly. the man, the myth, the unicorn himself, Kyle Pitts, in Tyler's face. Snipes. So I am going to go risky here. I'm going to go DK Metcalf, and it's oh, all okay. based off the trade rumors, hoping mm. that he gets traded to uh, a more reliable place. quarterback. And then I will go with 
I'm going to go with quarterback one. Get him out of the way. Josh Allen. Nice. Why not? I like that. You know, I'm going to take this kid who's, uh, you know, just another Bengal. He's coming off his best season. They beefed up the offensive line. Give me Joe Mixon. All right. And then go Barkley. You have to. You're a Giants fan. I'm not going Barkley. I'm I'm off of all Giants. Okay. They are in rebuild. And that's why I am going to go with Nick Chubb. Nice. From the Cleveland Browns. I think the first eight games of the season are going to be heavily impacted by him. Um, and then I guess he's, yeah, you know what? I'll take T Higgins. He's right there. I'd rather have T Higgins than Jalen Waddle, who's still on the board because I know T Higgins can get his targets and wow. turn him into touchdowns. All right. Wow. I'm going to, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to strengthen the weakest position. I'm going to go double tight ends. I've already got Kyle Pitts and I'm going to add Darren Waller to the fold. Give me Very two nice. top five tight ends. Let's go. So Very you know nice. what? Just in the hope that he wrecks, I'm taking Saquon Barkley. Just so if he does win me this league, I can rub it into Chef's face. And that is the <laughs> ultimate chef's kiss. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. And who else did you take? Ooh, DeAndre Hopkins. We lost all the commentary. Where was the love on Dom- uh, Hopkins? Did you did your mic die? Probably. Uh, maybe. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna follow up my Darren Waller. I know we may have some legal trouble here, but he's gonna be the offense. It's Alvin Kamara. So, like, uh, I, I do want to say Hopkins is just gonna get targets after target. No, oh, that's sure. all I'll say. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let me keep it nice and interesting. Uh, I don't have a quarterback yet, and. I won't take one yet. I'll take uh, Cam Akers. <laughs> That's what we call a tease. And uh, then I'll take uh, Patrick Mahomes. Nice. How many tight ends can we start in this league, Tyler? Uh, I think two. Two. I want to say two. Thing. Okay. Good to know. Good. Ooh, looking to see where I want to go here. Mm, you know what? I'm going to keep tapping into running backs. It's starting to dry up a little bit for me. I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. That's a great pick. And you know what? You remind me that I should go running back. I'm going to go with David Montgomery. I think he's going to have like a really good season. And then I, it's getting tough. But for me, give me the other half of the wide receiver core and Jalen Waddle. He's fallen far enough. There you go. Yeah, he has fallen a little bit. All right. He's got a new so haircut too. Here. So I've got a bunch of running backs. I'm seeing some receivers here. It's kind of a log jam. You got Keenan, Deontay, DJ Moore. Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans. You know what? I'm going to go with the target monster. I'm not afraid of Trubisky. I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson. That was my other choice. That was my guy. Good pick. Very nice pick. And since you did that, I'm going to stick with Terry McLaurin. He's always been my guy. I like him a lot. And then I am going to, I'm going to take Amari Cooper, believe it or not. Oh, I like it. I I want all the, the wide receiver ones. From every team on my team. I don't want yeah, a number nothing, two. Nothing wrong with that. Not I'm gonna best ball. I'm gonna do another one right in Tyler's face. One of his guys. I don't Ridley, I don't no. have him anywhere. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert is my QB one. Let's go. Justin Herbert. Okay, good pick. Uh I'm gonna go back into the running back well and take Doug's guy, Aaron Jones. Nice. And then I'm just gonna cap it off with another running back. This might be a little early. But I I really like this guy, Elijah Mitchell. Okay, I like very that. nice. Like that. 
So I have Justin Herbert. I have Austin Eckler. Guess who I'm uh, drafting next? Keenan. Keenan Allen. Give me the stack, boys. Stacking that is a it stack. up. Very nicely done. Stacks nicely on stacks. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Um, hmm. Makes me see here that I am going to take another running back. He's coming back. J.K. Dobbins. I like that. Nice. And you know what? I'm going to really piss everybody off. Give me Travis Etienne. Oh, that's what I was thinking about taking you. Turd bucket. No, that's, that's a good, that's a really solid pick. There's definitely upside there. You know, I'm thinking running back too. And uh, you know what? Rookie running backs tend to do pretty good. And I think he's going to get drafted in the first round. So give me Brees Hall. Let's go. First rookie off the Very board. Very nice. Late. First rookie. Very late. Off 15. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to pair running backs. I know it's not super, or quarterbacks. I know it's not super flex, but give me the running aspect of Lamar to pair up with the running. You know, I'm just going to combine them. I'll let underdog know. I'll I'll play both of them. You guys <laughs> you can't. And then <laughs> I'm going to go with, oh, man. Yeah, you're right. The wide receivers kind of kind of it's looks little... meh. It's a mashup. Um, well, I mean, if you want to in two seconds, then, you, you know, you get DJ Moore. I got DJ Moore. I picked yeah. him anyways. I, the fall was way too. I mean, he's going to get super duper solid. I mean, this is a best ball league, right? We don't yeah. set lineups. So 100%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this guy that at the tight end position that's an absolute monster when it comes to best ball because he has pop-off weeks. Give me George Kittle as my tight end number three. And the cats and the Kittle in the city. I got three of the top five tight ends, guys. <laughs> what are you guys even doing out here? Um, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm taking my quarterback to stack up again with T. Higgins. Give me Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Don't know how he fell that far. And then... Let me get. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tilting. I'm tilting. Yes, you are. These wide receivers suck. Um, damn. Let I'm me get Elijah Moore. All right, he took Elijah Moore. I'm thinking. How am I thinking? You know what? I know this is a boring pick, but the other running backs I'm seeing here on the board. He had his knee was really hurt last year. I'm gonna go back in the well and get Zeke. Super. That's a great pick. I thought about it. I'm gonna go in the tight end spot. Take one of my favorite tight ends, Dallas Goddard. And then you know what? We're going to go again. Hawk. Damn it. Nice, Uh, nice, nice. All right, I'm looking at the positions here, and I'm like, just picked a a running back. You know what? I'm going to take a little bit of a risk here. Are you taking another tight end? No. Do it. If he plays a full season, he is going to get a monster load of targets from Jameis Winston. I'm going to go Michael Thomas. Nothing but upside there. I had thoughts about Michael Thomas, but then I thought about it and I said, nah, you know what? There's probably a more active wide receiver one on the Bears, and I'll take Darnell Mooney here. Okay. How many he rounds you got? 20? Yeah. It, Mooney is in line to get so many targets. So many targets. And um, you know what? Just for episode's sake, I'm going to take Leonard Fournette. I like it. All right. I'm going to have to take a second quarterback here. Uh, Tyler, you haven't taken Judy yet. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna guy. take I'm gonna take Dak. I'm gonna take Dak Prescott as my QB two to go with my Zeke Elliott pick. Uh so. it's funny you say that, but he was actually my next pick. I had him all ready to go. I'm nice. taking the upside of Judy. I'm that taking great I'm call. taking Patrick. I'm taking Patrick right after. You have to now. <laughs> no, um, actually, I need another tight end, so I'm not. And then it's best ball. 
And you know what? I love this the outlook for this guy, Gabe Davis. He's going to be a best ball king. Oh, Gab Dabs. I like it. You know what? I, I'm looking at receiver here. I know he tore his ACL, but he's just so GD good. I'm going to take Chris Godwin and not care. Done and done. All right. And then for the last pick. I've already, already awarded myself best draft, by the way. Well, that's that's a shame because you know what? <laughs> um, I have a feeling that this guy makes it back to relevance. Definitely fantasy relevance. He led, what was he, top three last year? Pat Fryermuth is still here. I will just take him in the last round of the draft. That gives me my second tight end, Mark Andrews, Pat Fryermuth. Oh, and Ooh. I actually won the draft or lost it. I lost it. You got destroyed. I got <laughs> Doug one. Did I, I like how they give you ratings like this and then they don't pan out yes. the way you would hope that they would. But uh, you know, we'll see. Oh yeah, but I'm projected for forty seven hundred and seventy two points. Let's go, boys. My team exposure, the highest is Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland. My, my highest is the Chargers with three. That's that's weird for you, Doug. I mean Yeah. But right. best ball, that's a good strategy, you know. When stacks you have and, running backs now, Eckler came out this week and turned around and said, yeah, he's all on board for having less reps because he knows he's going to go out there and he's catch, the catch ball. 100 balls. Yeah. yeah. So if he catches 100 balls, you know, he's like J.D. McKissick plus because yeah. he does Herbert get some to carries. Eckler points every time. Yeah. Somebody uh, said, what's your thoughts on Barkley getting traded to the Bills? <laughs> make it happen. I heard make the Bills ha- might draft Brees. I think he deserves a good a good franchise. He's a he's Man, a heck of a talent. If he goes to the just, Bills, Oof. I just don't think it, it happens Oof. unless they get the Giants are probably wanting to rake in some heavy picks for him, and I don't think he has. I heard the, the fourth healthy the healthy standpoint to do it. He he's constantly gotten injured the past two years. Yeah, I, I heard as, as I good heard, as he is. I just don't. I just don't know if he if he makes it back to the top of the leaderboard. I heard it's they they're wanting a fourth, and if that was the case, he would already be off the team. Yeah, so they that's, that's uh, they guess. definitely want a day two pick at least. I think a third, maybe even a second for him. Uh, he also said no Rashad Penny. Yeah, it's it's a three team draft with twenty rounds. Penny was probably getting closer to being picked. Sure. But yeah, there there are so many. I mean, Josh Jacobs so didn't up. even get picked. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. There's only so but many yeah, players you can take. The sixty that that's 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 a fun exercise to do. I just did a rookies and sophomore one before we jumped on the pod, and once again realized there's like four rookies I trust to do anything this year, and then the rest are all sophomores. So yeah, it's it's a very fun exercise to do, and it's gonna it ends after the NFL draft. So right when the draft starts. That is done on Underdog, so go in and do that. Once again, use code DHH, and they'll match your money. Absolutely. So and that's... watch our Twitter accounts as well, because I, we will definitely be playing and sharing, inviting people in. Follow us on Twitter. Absolutely. So that's going to wrap us up this week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. Once again, like and subscribe on YouTube. We're screen sharing. We're learning as we go. It's a fun exercise. Make sure you check out fantasypoints.com. Make sure you go on trophysmack.com. Use code DHH ring. And of course, underdog, use code DHH. They'll match up $200 of your first deposit. So that's going to do it this week for Doug, Tyler, and James. I'm off next week, but Tyler and James will be back with a special guest. And it's going to be awesome. So make sure you tune in, like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. Do all the things for us. Everything is greatly appreciated. We appreciate you, and we're glad to be here every single week. We'll see you next time on the Dynasty Happy Hour.